Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, August 31st, 2017. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, I, uh, I'm glad I edited this script before we started because I had it as September 1st hmm. uh, at the start. I always forget that I have to hit my knuckle twice in a row when I go back counting how many days are in each month. Do you know what I'm talking about there? No. Oh, yeah. So you start on, if you make a fist, you start on your pointer finger on the knuckle. It's January. Then the gap in between is February. Then March. Then uh, April, May, June. And then July and August at the end on your pinky hmm. uh, thing, that's uh, on your pinky knuckle, that's 31 days and it's two in a row. So um, fascinating discussion here on today on Broadway. But I got a little confused. I thought we were in September already. But anyway. Not our best banter, but whatever. I think you're a time traveler. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe this next story could prove that we are. Mm, exactly. First up in the news, the boss extends his stay on Broadway. Yeah, James, remember when we finally got the official dates for Springsteen on Broadway and we thought, man, that's odd that Bruce is only doing the show from early October up until Thanksgiving and then he was done before Broadway's normally crazy busy holiday season. We yeah. thought, well, maybe they're trying to, you know, test the market, and if there's interest, they'll extend. Which I think is ridiculous because everyone knew there was going to be interest. Uh, well, it turns out that Bruce agreed with us because yesterday morning tickets went on sale for this intimate solo concert all the way through February third. You heard me right. Bruce Springsteen will be doing four months of five shows a week. At Broadway's Walter Kerr Theater, those tickets went on sale yesterday morning, like I said, at 10 a.m. and are likely already gone, uh, even though, as we've discussed before, Ticketmaster is using their verified fan technology, which apparently randomly selects previously registered buyers to receive text, message, text messages with offer codes several hours before tickets go on sale. James, that's great news for verified boss fans. Not great news for unverified boss fans, and apparently there's a lot of people who are not verified boss fans that are mad online right now. Yeah, it seems like um, this was a train wreck uh, from the outside. Maybe uh, maybe it was success from the inside, but given that uh, tickets are in on the secondary market for twelve thousand uh, dollars a wait, seat whoa, right ho, now. Wait, ho, ho, wait, wait, what? Yeah, the stub hubs and the secondary markets have $12,000 tickets. That's just lunacy. And uh, there was lots and lots of tickets hit those markets before any tickets were even sold. So uh, we know how these things work. People, uh, you know, scalpers will sell whatever and then figure out how to get them at a later date. But um, not to say that they had guaranteed s tickets in their hands when they were uh, when they were hitting the secondary market today. But certainly, um, this was a stress test on the Ticketmaster servers, as was the uh, the Hamilton f uh, release of tickets uh, two weeks ago or so. So I'm interested. I would love to have somebody from Ticketmaster or Telecharge come on and talk to us about about what's it like from their side. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's a that's a really good idea because this verified fan thing is one of the many ways that ticket um, outlets and productions are trying to 
avoids scalpers getting tickets before fans have the opportunity. And some of them seem to work. Apparently, like you said, this one seems to either not have worked or scalpers are just banking on the fact that they'll get them eventually. But I'd love to hear some of the theories and the strategies behind it because it is a thing. As I'm planning a trip to New York, I'm looking at tickets for shows like, you know, Hello, Dolly. I'm not going to be there on a Tuesday, so I'm not going to be able to see... Um, Donna Murphy, so I'm looking for Bette Midler tickets, and they're ridiculous. I'm looking for Dear Evan Hansen tickets. It's the week before Ben Platt leaves. They're ridiculous. So, um, you know, I'm just interested to hear what they have to say about, um, you know, how they're doing this. So that's a great idea, James. We should we should work on that. And uh, not to mention that Bruce is doing five shows instead of eight, and thing, and you know, so it's and it's not a huge theater. So. Uh, it puts an especially hard strain on trying to get tickets into these things. And uh, I think that from what I read today, we're not going to name names, but a lot of Broadway insiders who are used to getting their way when it comes to tickets <laughs> are having a hard time getting a ticket. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I'm sure that everyone involved uh, understands what's going on here um, and how difficult this is and how unique of a situation this is. So I'm sure that that, you know, like most things, the prices will come down um, on these some of these secondary markets as it gets closer to the date. Um, so I'm sure people, if they really want to get tickets, will find a way to get tickets. But when you start throwing out numbers like $12,000, like that's just absolute lunacy. Put a kid through college instead. <laughs> or make a donation to the uh, Hurricane yes. Fund. Yes, please do that instead. Hmm. Um, there was something else I was going to say about that, but I can't remember what it was. So let's move on to the second story of the day. Cherry Lane's artistic director steps down after 21 years. Yeah, James. Yesterday we learned that Angelina Fiordalisi would be stepping down as the Cherry Lane Theater's artistic director. Fiordalisi has uh, founded the company, and she will continue to serve on the board of directors and will continue to produce the company's annual Founders Project production. The theater's board has officially tapped Siri Lawrence and Janio Marrero, the company's former literary manager and facilities and technical director, respectively, to take over as the co-artistic directors of the of the move. Fiordalisi said, quote, It has been an honor to serve as artistic director for 20 seasons, and I've decided to step aside and allow the next generation of leadership to inspire our resident company. In addition to her continued work with Cherry Lane, Fiordalisi will perform in, perform in and develop projects outside of the company as well. Uh, James, I know this is a, a theater company, off-Broadway company, that does a lot of really interesting stuff, has a, um, a, a history of helping playwrights develop new works, especially they did um, a New, they premier, commissioned and premiered a new show by Israel Horowitz last year. So um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with this next generation as they move away from the original founder and move to some new blood. I, I think it'll be interesting to see what direction they take the company. Yeah, this uh going to be a, a interesting because the Broadway, uh, off-Broadway market, I should say, the off-Broadway market is changing so dramatically, especially in that neighborhood where Cherry Lane Theater is, uh, with so much construction and building going in there, making uh, the space that a theater is in um, very tough for um, boards to hold on to. You know, yeah. we have a big space crunch, and especially in the off-Broadway space. Next up in the news, Off-Broadway Alliance announces a slate for next month's 20 at 20. 
Yeah, James, on Wednesday, the Off-Broadway Alliance announced that its semi-annual ticket promotion 20 at 20 will return from September 5th through the 24th. 20 at 20 makes $20 tickets to most Broadway shows, or off-Broadway shows, I'm sorry, available uh, 20 minutes prior to Curtain for 20 days. So you can get $20 tickets to most off-Broadway shows if you're there 20 minutes prior to the opening of the show for 20 days in September. In its 11th year, the Off-Broadway Alliance notes in a press release that you can get six or seven shows for less than the price of one Broadway ticket. Um, That's ridiculous, but it's very true, so that's exciting. Some of the Off-Broadway shows participating next month are... Afterglow, Avenue Q, A Clockwork Orange, Curvy Widow, Frankenstein the Musical, which sounds so completely absurd but wonderful because that's really one of my favorite books, The Marvelous Wonderettes, Me the People, which was the focus of a discussion that was on a recent episode of Class Notes here on Broadway Radio, Newsical the Musical, Perfect Crime, never mind, skipped that one, <laughs> uh, Puffs or Seven Increasingly Eventful Years, Spamilton, and more. We will have a complete list of shows linked in the show notes at broadwayradio.com. Uh, makes me mad that I'm. It's, this is happening before I'm going to get there because this is something I think I'd want to take advantage of some of these off-Broadway shows. Although, to be quite honest with you, when I'm looking at, you know, like I said, the Hello, Dolly, and Dear Evan Hansen ticket prices, any of these shows at their normal prices would still be a bargain. Mm. All right. And finally today, take a look at a 3D look inside the Lion King's rehearsal room. Yeah, this was really cool, James. We have, it seems like since we've started doing this show, we've had three or four different 3D um, videos of, of shows. We've had the Hamilton one. We've had a different Lion King one from Pride Rock. But yesterday, the Lion King Facebook page released a 360-degree look inside the opening number, uh, or inside one of their numbers, uh, inside the rehearsal room. It was very cool. You literally have... All of the dancers, the lionesses dancing around you. Um, you can scroll all the way around, look at it. It's very interesting. And it's not like what we've seen before. The last one the Lion King did was the Pride Rock number. And this one's very different because it's they're in semi-costume. They just have someone plunking out notes on the piano they've got a singer going through um what the uh you know what the what the ensemble will be singing and they're just dancing to it it's really fascinating i you know i love this stuff i've when i was doing theater either as an actor or a director much in my much younger days i always enjoyed the rehearsal process more than the performances um so being able to see inside a rehearsal room uh, was really cool i really enjoyed this i probably enjoyed this more than any of the other ones um that we've seen but i don't don't know what that says about me but it's very cool so we'll have the link in the show notes at broadwayradio.com if you want to watch that as well cool um all right why don't you get us out of here all right thanks for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook and twitter at broadway radio and you can find me on twitter at bww matt and subscribe to something like a pop on itunes stitcher or google play and my name is james marino from broadwayradio.com and broadwaystars.com thanks for spending some of your thursday with us and matt and i'll be back to wrap up the weekend mm-hmm.